This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Let's welcome tonight's guest. She once got the Grinch off for good behavior, host of the Fox <laughs> True Crime Podcast, Emily Campagna. <laughs> He hangs mistletoe to keep from hanging himself. Writer and comedian Joe DeVito. I wrote that one. And she's never had a silent night. New York Times bestselling author and Fox News contributor Kat Tim. Ed Hill deck the halls and anyone who talks trash. New York Times bestselling author, comedian, and former NWA world champion Iris. Emily, always a pleasure to see you. Thanks. I don't mean that, but anyway, (laughs) it's kind of obvious what's happening here. As uh, the Dems see their chances getting slim, they're just pouring on the hysteria. What say you? Well, the only good kind of hysteria is the Def Leppard album. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I see three things going on here. Uh, The first is, is that, which is that it has become like palpably ridiculous if it were not so tragic what they are trying to do to take down Trump. But he said it best, which is they're trying to get to you and I am just in the way. Mm -hmm. The fact that the Colorado rogue court is now being celebrated as a victory, as, you know, jubilation spreads across the country, they will be smacked down by the Supreme Court. And those quiet voices, I wonder, what will they be saying then? What's going to happen when the election actually occurs and Trump trounces everyone? This is the bed that they've created. And then in terms of the fleeing voters, you know, I think obviously the vast majority of those who voted for Biden, who see that the dollar has plummeted in value and that things are so hard and that he's out to lunch and everything about everything has been diluted and sucks now that they're saying, yeah, everything was better under a GOP president. But those kids, the 18 to 29 year olds who are now fleeing to Trump, the reality is you you can't cater to kids and think that enough is ever going to be enough. So they're always going to say, you didn't do enough with climate. You're not doing enough with the Palestinians. They are seeing him for what he is, which is an... uh, sort of, he's capitulating to them, but he was never an ideologue to begin with. He doesn't actually believe what he was telling them. He just wanted their votes. So of course he's going to change their mind. Of course he's going to go back to, no, Israel's our ally, right? And and he's deluded in that front too, but, and I mean deluded D-I-L, meaning that he's not giving them as much as he should. But the reality is these people want him to denounce Israel and support Hamas, and he's never going to do that. All he thought is that plying them with student loans and and saying, yeah, climate change, that that would be enough. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they have overwhelmingly flipped their votes, they're now 10 points to Trump. 75% of them think that that they disapprove of his handling of Israel. It just goes to show it will never be enough because from the beginning, it was worthless anyway. So basically, Joe's like a stranger with candy. Yes! Joe! Poison candy! You could have just said that. Uh, Joe, you share Joe's first name. In the same way, you have the same problems in that your shows have zero support from young people and black people. Yes, yes. 
I do wander around quite a bit. Yes. Also. yes. Uh, I think he is also diluted in the sense that he's kind of watery. He's watered down. Yes. He's, uh, yeah, I think it's shocking that though, suddenly they're surprised that maybe this guy's too old and too white to get the young voters that... To go older than him, were they going to nominate Dick Van Dyke to get that <laughs> level of age and whiteness? He is, he's older now than Reagan was when Reagan finished. Mm -hmm. And you remember how they used to talk about how he was out of it. Right. He's almost as old as two Teddy Roosevelt's. Mm -hmm. And it's way too old for president, but uh, it's not that old if he were a tortoise. Mm. So if he were running... For president of the Galapagos Islands, he's, he's in good shape for that. He's in his prime. Yeah. He's in his prime. But he had a great one, the, the, uh, I think it was yesterday in his speech. He, he always says that he has a saying, and then he says this thing that no one has ever said before. He said, as they say the saying goes where I come, you brung me to the dance early on. That's not a saying. No, it's not. That's not a saying. That's not said by people who yeah. have power of attorney over themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think he, he meant uh, you, you dance with the person who brought you, but that was like somehow scrambled into yeah. whatever that crap was. And he's not dancing with anyone. No, he's honest. not. He's not. And he is like a tortoise in that he needs help being turned over when he's on his back. <laughs> Kat, you're the youngest on the panel. Sorry, Emily. Um, <laughs> do you think people your age are going to dump Biden next year? I don't think anybody's excited Mm -hmm. about another Biden run. Mm -hmm. I think probably least of all Biden. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to be tired. Mm -hmm. I feel like all these people say, oh, I remember he was supposed to, he was saying originally he was going to be a one-term guy. Yeah. He was supposed to be a one-term guy. Just get everything back to normal, right? Which... None of this is normal, I, I don't think. Mm -hmm. But I think he's probably he's he's probably doesn't want to do it himself, honestly. And I think that things things are just going to get so nasty by then. Everyone's going to be saying, "Vote for my guy, or else the other country is going to be destroyed. Families are going to be ripped apart. We have no we have no. It's going to be like 2020, except even worse. No, it's going to get really bad. It's getting really bad. That's why I built a panic room <laughs> inside my panic room. <laughs> You know, Tyler, Boy, I'm sorry. So when you lock yourself inside the panic room, inside the panic room, <laughs> how in the blue hell are we supposed to get you out? No, that's the thing. See, okay. I'll be in there. So just cement you in. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> Do you think the, uh, the black community is moving away from Biden and headed for Trump because Trump is orange and that's closer to yeah, black? Yeah, because you know whenever we see oranges, it's game up. <laughs> Not what I One meant. of the biggest misnomers. It was never watermelon people. It was always, <laughs> it was always oranges. Yes. As I drink my orange soda. <laughs> no, Greg. <Yeah. laughs> the here's the thing. What Trump did, knowingly or unknowingly, is that he made politics transparent. Mm -hmm. People never really watch. They're like, oh, it's all. But I'm not watching it anyways. But because of who he was, people who normally didn't give a damn about politics started paying attention. Mm -hmm. So, and a big group of that were, because most, uh, and again, I hate talking about the groups, mm -hmm. but most middle, lower class Americans just, I'm not getting anything anyways, I don't care. They started looking, wait a minute, that, that affects my bracket. That, he opened a game up. So people who normally weren't involved, and then politics became like a sport. 
Right. Or they're looking at numbers in this, that, whatever. So then when they wanted to make a vote when it's best for me, they realized the Democrats weren't for them. Because mm -hmm. I don't want to spend my life on, on welfare and programs and watching all my taxes go to other people. I, I kind of, what, this, this conservative thing, it's about individual achievement? Hmm, that sounds good to me. <laughs> Which, and as a brother, the last thing we want is more government on our ass anyway. Right. So it just makes more sense to be, but that's irrelevant. All this is irrelevant. We're all falling for the same that happened in 2020, they're just getting better at it. It was never about Biden. You go to any Democrat and you say, hey, where's your I love Biden sticker? Oh, they don't have it. But they do have a Trump sticker. Yeah. So Biden and Kamala mm -hmm. can be incompetent as they can all be. That's part of their game because they're running underneath. Progressives are running from underneath. Bernie Sanders and his crew can't get elected on their own. Mm -hmm. Socialists can't get in. So what is their game? It's a simple game. Not Trump. Yeah. Last time he was a Russian agent who peed on hookers for fun. Yeah. Okay. And didn't tip porn stars. Mm -hmm. So now he's insurrectionist. He's after this. Mm -hmm. the, the best thing they did was you have to look at everything that laid out to play it out. Right now, half the country hates the Supreme Court. Actually more because the red wave mm -hmm. ended up being a blue splash mm -hmm. because of the abortion issue with the Supreme Court. That pissed a lot of people off and rallied them together. Now, this same Supreme Court is going to say Colorado was wrong, mm -hmm. which is going to galvanize. See, they're going to take away your rights as a woman, and then they're going to allow an insurrectionist to run the president, which is going to take your democracy. Their game plan is flawless because it's not about Biden. There's no Gavin. There's no, doesn't matter. Just vote not for Trump. That's their game plan. It worked before, and they think they can work it again. The difference is, is the American people going to sit there and be like, you know what? This is I'm not falling for this again. That's the only opportunity, because their game plan is, he's not going to debate Biden. No. Oh, my God. No. He's going to say, I'm not debating an insurrectionist. It's against everything I stand for. And he has the media to get behind him, so there'll be no debate. He doesn't have to be in the basement. He can be on the patio in the sun, and he can watch, and everyone's going to rally around him for being a great American for not debating the dictator that's coming. So be, be aware. It's, their plan is pretty, pretty scary, I think. All right. Uh, up next, the mysterious new twist on Epstein's client list. All right. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on outkick.com forward slash watch. All right. God. Are Epstein's buddies losing sleep because they partied with that creep? And will the public finally get a look at Epstein's little black book? This week, a federal judge ordered the identities be made public of more than 170 people with links to the Epstein case. They range from alleged victims to witnesses to Epstein employees and associates. But there are eight does who are not listed in the court order to unseal certain names. And as the court order allows, the so-called does have two weeks to file appeals. For now, the court will use the aliases of Bill C., B. Clinton, and six guys called Slick Willie. <laughs> Several people are reportedly described as being a, quote, public figure, including one who appears in Epstein's Little Black Book. If he wasn't already murdered... I tell him not to open that Christmas gift from this lady. 
So we'll have to wait and see whose names are released and only wonder who those missing eight are. And by wonder, of course, I mean we could be 100% certain all eight are high-ranking public officials with the power to ruin our lives. But of course, there's already been reports of Bill Gates palling around with Epstein. Well, I hope his room at the mansion didn't have windows. <laughs> <laughs> Get her out. Yeah. <laughs> but I did hear Bill had a lot of floppies. Did you get that one, hon? <laughs> Joe, I imagine that your name is in a lot of little black books. You don't mind paying for it. Um, I'm on a lot of do not call lists. <laughs> Care to make any uh, predictions? Do you think one of the names rhymes with Ryan Schmilmead? <laughs> It's, why, why is this taking so long uh, to, to get these names out there? And I, the, I'm afraid what we're going to see is a list where it's just going to talk about the employees and the victims, and everyone else is going to have a black bar, right. you know, redacting them. Uh, or though maybe it's taking so long because they want everyone to have time to work on their suicide notes. <laughs> it's, uh, it's hard to get that many sheets now that Bed Bath & Beyond is, is closed down. So. That's true. But, yeah, I want to know, like, who are these dirtbags who are doing this? I mean... The flight was called the Lolita Express. Mm -hmm. It was called Pedophile Island. Like, there were no other flights to connect to get to, get to Atlanta. They had, oh, sorry, I got to change planes to Pedophile Island. Like, you, you need to talk to Expedia if that's the problem. I was just trying to get to work, Joe. There's a lot. Sometimes you got to take connects in places you didn't know. It doesn't mean they have to put you on the list. And I think we need to push this back for a while. So we figure out to make sure there's no viruses on that list. Like, I'm... Pedophile Island does sound like a Disney film that hasn't been made yet. <laughs> so, Kat, here's an important question. <laughs> Could people be unfairly maligned if they're on this in this book? Like, what, what if they had no idea what he was doing? You know, maybe they met with him about some kind of college grant that he was going to give. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. Mm, well, I know I didn't go. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, For once. look, yeah, here's the thing. <laughs> I can't, I, I don't trust that this is not gonna be released in such a, like a, cur, a curated way, mm -hmm. right? I, they're, they're showing us names, but they're showing us the names that they were, are okay with this. I wanna see the names that they don't want us to see. Yeah. Um, but I'm shocked. I really thought if it was up to this list coming out, or finding out who was the person who had all that diary on the Delta flight, you remember yes. that? Yeah. That's been kept even more secretly than this. Yeah, that was Brian Kilmeade. Oh. <laughs> I know, I heard it was a woman. Oh, was it a woman? I heard it was a woman. That's very sexist, sexist of you. Mm. <laughs> Say that a woman could never have diary all over a plane. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, Tyrus, what do you think? Any predictions on the list? I predict I will not be on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they just be putting people on yeah. Like, I'm not falling for this. Listen, the reason why that list ain't out, we already know who's on the list. Mm. Just look at anybody with white hair on the Senate or the House <laughs> Committee. They're on the list. That's why you didn't see it. And it's, and it's all across the board. Mitch is probably up on there. Oh, don't say that. I don't want to get sued. Oh, it's all. Well, I didn't say Mitch. Who could have been Mitch Colburn? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sounds like a guy named Mitch might be on there. I don't know. I don't know who you're referring to. <laughs> but I'm just saying. There's probably a bunch of people on there that are in service right now. Mm. That's why we don't have the list. Mm. They haven't done enough killing yet. Yes. <laughs> Emily, what if this turns out to be another Al Capone's vault? You know, how soon before Geraldo does a special on it? <laughs> He's free. <laughs> 
so am I. I'll do the special. Um, okay, you guys. So I felt like the judge was sort of wanting to temper our expectations. Like, don't get too excited because she yeah. said, you guys, I paraphrase. And she said, <laughs> essentially, the list, a lot of them are not salacious, and that's why I'm going to reveal the names. And oh. also, she said, she wrote in, this, in the order, she said there, there have been allegations reported before. So I think we're all going to get the list. We're going to be like, oh, like it was exactly who we've been talking about and whatever. However, mm. she also said that everyone who said, please don't redact because my life will be ruined because of adverse publicity, because I will be embarrassed, because I will be divorced, because I'll be fired, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. She said, that is not good enough. I don't give a So the good news is- She said that? Yes, I Yeah, par- right I to my face, and I couldn't- <laughs> <laughs> So I feel like, you know, it's, it's not going to be necessarily explosive, like the airplane. Diarrhea. But I think we're going to, I don't know, maybe Windows. But to be clear, Tyrus was never on yeah, the island. Yeah. Definitely not. All right. Out of time. Thanks, Emily Cabano, Cat Tip, Joe DeVito, Cat Tip. Tyrus, our studio audience. I'm Greg Abel, I love you, America. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.